ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Brought to you by Zada Jewelers, KFNC and KFNC HD2, Mont Bellevue, Houston. This is Moneyline. This is This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Yeah, we made it. You just talk. If they hate it, you know they're watching. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Nice camera action. world yeah we're back we're back in studio and i'm with the statistician my partner in grind at josh jordan 97.5 which where you can find him on twitter josh jordan what's going on jerry we are back my man nice to have a few weeks off but man great to be back in front of the mic glad to be here with you this is Moneyline. if you're not accustomed to what we do or you're not familiar with what we do here on a sunday morning we are the biggest and best and baddest fantasy football and gambling show in the city because i don't think no one can compete and why not because they give us the best producers in the city and behind the glass your favorite producer his favorite producer that's who got behind the glass aaron what's happening my man i feel like y'all are firing some shots at nick dell tyler and trey and everybody else here Hey. I'm not trying to back myself into a corner hey. here. Are y'all crazy? <laughs> you got you to gotta play it with pride, man. And, and every time I know that you're behind the glass and I don't shot at anybody, I just know what I got behind the glass. But I know what I got behind the the, the other side here right? because we got the listeners, right? And that's what makes it so fantastic because I feel like I don't even know you anymore, Josh. It's been so long. Like, <laughs> we don't even know each other anymore. How do you like fill me in? What's been going on these last few weeks? Because we got a lot to get to as far as the sports landscape. Oh, man. I don't think we care as much about Easter being anymore. I wonder why. <laughs> Who has gotten a better, like, gotten away with more? Like, Easterby has to be so happy about what's happened because nobody's talking about him anymore. Easterby knows voodoo. He does, like, man. He's just like, man, I survive. You know, I survive. And I mean, now all of a sudden it's like, where do we go from here? And we're going to get to all that because I know that it has to be talked about at some point. And now it, it seems like every. Every day is is a little bit more news. It's a little bit a step. We call it a step forward as far as what's going on in the allegations, but a step back for the organization. But we're going to get to that. 713-780-3776 at Moneyline975 is where you can find us on Twitter. Go ahead and hit us up. Find us on Twitch as well, ESPN975 on Twitch. Make sure you hit us up there. We got a a nice little community we've built. Shout out to everyone hanging out on a Sunday morning. But between that – Free agency, um, the, the Astros starting. I mean, where, where do we even start? Because I want to start on a positive note at least, at least for this first segment. Let's start on a positive note. Although last night's game didn't end like I wanted it to. Nope. But here we are, going back to the bet that you spoke about on this particular show, saying that you wanted to ride on the uh, Astros to win the whole thing. And we know that once the Astros make it so far in the playoffs, you can start hedging your bet. With an equity of a thousand dollar ticket that Josh has, I like that bet a lot. Now that I see him come out the gates yeah. with, with a little something, the bats are going. The bats are going. I, I think the pitching looks good too. I know Urquidy struggled a little bit yesterday, but I like what I'm seeing. And 
typically I don't like doing those futures bets because they have your money for so long. But in this circumstance, it was forty five bucks, and if I win, it's a thousand. So you know what? You can have my $45 for a few months. I think I'll survive, and we'll see how it plays out. The other one I did, too, I bet on them to win the division also, and I did not bet on the win total just because it was you had to bet so much more money, and and you would have won. Like, like if you bet like 100, I think you would win like 60 you know, to, you know, if you're going to do the, the uh, game total. So that's why I went with the division because it was positive cash flow if they end up winning the division. And obviously, A's – not off to a great start, and they were the other team that was that was actually favored to win more games than the Astros before the season started, according to their fans, at least. You see this, <laughs> yeah. My I mean, boy. I don't, I don't understand. I've never understood giving the uh, the opponent some fuel, you know. And, and and if anything, I like I like how this season started. I think that it was perfect the way the opponent and and the Astros going out there. I'm betting team totals like left and right. Yeah. They're hitting them left and right. It's just I like to go out there and punch them in the mouth sometimes. And although they they lost, you know, a few games, I just like the way they came out of the gates. Um, it's encouraging to see a couple guys, Tucker, a few guys, you know, you still got Jordan yakking them out of the yard. I like to see the fans. Yeah. Did you see them? I mean, I don't know if, if there was a mass mandate in there or not, but they let the good times roll. <laughs> My lord, I was watching that. What was it on FS1 yesterday? Watching the game and. Nobody was wearing their masks at Minute Maid, <laughs> I would, especially behind home plate. And I'm like, oh yeah, all the rich people. They're like, no, I'm not wearing no masks. masks. We don't need no stinking <laughs> yeah. masks. We just need home runs. But hey, it's good to see uh, hearing the crowd. You know, just I think that does something for the players with the with the way that. Remember, we said it was a blessing in disguise coming off of all the uh, the cheating scandal, and then all of a sudden you had the COVID year, so it was maybe like, well, it's a blessing in disguise, maybe. Maybe yeah. the guys don't. But now I think it's time. It's time to get the crowd back behind them because I'm ready to move past that. I'm ready to say, hey, okay, whatever, whatever happened, happened, right? Like, you, you, we're not taking away that ring. That's no. for sure, right? We're not going to – I'm past the point of pointing fingers at the Yankees and pointing fingers here because we know they did it too. Yep. So at this point, I'm at I'm – at, let's just hit them in the mouth, right? Like, put the target on the back. Go ahead. I want, let's play the bad guy. Let's let's, go. let's play let's go let's play the bad guy whether it's no matter what the Astros do they can play this season and win it all and no matter what they're always going to bring it up so at this point it's like it's a lose lose situation right so what do you do let's play the bad guy then let's punch the oh, oh A's fans want to talk then you'll get it too mm-hmm. and that's what we're at right now seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six if you have anything to say about the Astros because Aaron where do you where do you stand right now how do you feel as far as and it's early you know I, I know it's baseball. The season is is in frames. I call it in, in, in gaps. You're gonna have uh, ups and downs, but to come out the way they have and at least shown something with the bats. What do you think? I like it. Like that was gonna be the first thing out of my mouth. It is so early yet. It's so hard to judge because baseball is a streaky as hell sport, and not just for players. Players always go streaky, but teams can go streaky too. So right now, I like where they're at. I like what the bats are doing. I just don't know. Because eventually they're going to slow down a bit. Once they slow down, it's the question of how long does it take them to get back up? Is it a three-game stretch, or is it more like an eight, nine, ten-game stretch where they're putting up two hits a game and going, oh, crap, like, wait, we have to hit this ball again? So it it just depends. I want to see how they, once they hit some hit that first rough patch, I want to see how long it takes them to readjust, reevaluate, you know, everybody get in the cage. Everybody start watching enough film and going, "Oh, that's what I that's what I was doing at the beginning. That's what I'm not doing now." And to fix it, 
I'm with you. What I'm encouraged by is we're worried about Altuve, right? Can can he can he hit in the regular season like he did in the postseason last year? Well, so far so good for Altuve. Correa, you know, he, he was kind of scuffled out of the gate, but now he's really turned it on. And the big guy, Yuli, man, like Yuli is man, that was what we were hoping for. He's hitting 355, and we were kind of wondering last year, is he done? You know, because, you know, Yuli's a little bit older. He's 36, so we were wondering if he was slowing down a little. And, man, this lineup gets incredibly fantastic when Yuli turns back into that guy. I mean, he used to, when, with runners in scoring position, he had like a 500 batting average a year or two ago. I mean, he was incredible. So if they can get that out of Yuli, this is, I think it's the best lineup in the American League. So I'm really encouraged. Kyle Tucker, the batting average, that could be better, but he's getting a lot of RBIs. He's showing some power. So I'm excited with what I see here. And I think with Yuli is, you know, I, I, I've worked at a few other places, and a lot of the notion on Yuli was that he wasn't a guy that took great care, care of himself as far as, like, working out. Like, some of my friends that would do audio and go into the locker room, they're like, man, you wouldn't know it, but Yuli's kind of soft. You yeah. know, like, you know, people would, you know, they would say stuff like that, and I'll be like, huh. And then this year, I saw reports that Yuli was, you know, getting in great shape. He was really going out of his way to make sure he was in the best possible shape for this season. And you can tell he looks, you know, he looks like he's in better shape out there. And the results are looking like that's working for him, too. Like we said, it's going to be a season of ups and downs. Injuries are going to come into play. That's where depth will come into play. Yeah. I'm curious. Again, I don't want to get too high or too low. I think I'm just excited to see baseball back and especially to to allow fans in, I actually got a, bought eight tickets in the in the Crawford boxes uh, just to take out just random people, just listeners and just friends and whoever. So on the twenty third, that Friday uh, against the Angels, we're gonna be up in the in, in the house. I mean, you'll catch me with a with a mask on, <laughs> mask off between hot dogs, whatever. But but we're in the house, so I'm excited to get going, and I know you are too because. It's time. It's time to get things as far as football. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what they have planned as well. We know that they're, they're taking little steps. With the, with the draft, they're taking a little bit of steps. And then I'm, we'll get to that because now the OTAs are coming in to play from a player's perspective. And you're hearing veterans feel a certain type of way. That's going to be a whole topic on itself. But, man, I can't believe we're here. We're, we're, we're back. We're getting a little bit back to, to normal things. Before we move on from the Astros, we got some news yesterday. They're they're sending Christian Javier down to the alternate, you know, spring training site. So they're going to go with a four man starting rotation here because they have they have some off days, so that they don't need to do the five man rotation for a little bit here because of the way the schedule lays out. I don't know what you think about this, but I'm going to put it out there. When they, you know, Christian Javier, they had him in the number two spot. You know, the season started, it was Grinky, and then it was Christian Javier. And I was happy about that because in, in my eyes, I think he has the most upside out of every starting pitcher the Astros have right now. I think Christian Javier could end up being the ace of this staff. Now, you know, Fromber, I, I would put number one if he was healthy, but he's not. The fact that they sent Christian Javier, you know, down, I mean, it it kind of bothers me because – I want to see him pitch every fifth day or every fourth day. And in my opinion, I think he's better than Urquidy. And I know it's a small sample size, but I would I don't want Javier to, to leave the rotation, especially when Fromber comes back and they are doing a five-man rotation. But what I think is going on here is, you know, you can kind of, 
you can push some of that money down the road. If, if you don't, if you don't have as much service time, if he doesn't play the whole season in the big leagues, the Astros might be able to to push it back a year to where he doesn't hit free agency as quickly. You know, so like, it's a financial thing. I think. I think it's one. You remember they did that with Springer, and Springer was upset all those years because he could have been in the big leagues, but they kept him in the minors because they knew the team was terrible and they'd rather control his rights for one more year. And I kind of feel like maybe that's what they're doing with Christian Javier here. But I'm like. I think you need him, you know, every fourth day with the baseball. And he was electric in his final start a few days ago. I mean, he, man, he was amazing. So I'd just like to, I'd like to see him out there. I, I trust him more than Urquidy. Believe it or not, I trust him more than McCullers. Oda Rizzi, they just paid him. Of course, he's going to be in the rotation. But for me, it would be Urquidy as the guy. I'd be like, can we put Urquidy in the bullpen? You know, if we had to pick one guy. So that's just my personal opinion. I'm just really high on Christian Javier. I I think he could end up being the ace of the staff in, in one or two years. Flimsy Cherry says, no baseball, Astros baseball on a Sunday feels whack. Yeah. Feels empty. One of these off days I was talking about. This is why they're going to the four-man rotation for a while. Shout out to everyone hanging out with us on Twitch. It's Crystal. It's Flimsy Cherry. It's Seamonts. It's uh, Chuck D. Alex. Everyone, thank you for hanging out on a Sunday morning. We started off on a good note. Now we got to get to the darkness. Dun, dun, dun. Deshaun Watson next. And we couldn't want it anymore. We could never talk. This is Heisman's Trophy winner and College Hall of Fame, Billy Sims. And you're listening to ESPN 97.5. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline 713-780-3776 at Moneyline 97.5. It's where you can find us on Twitter. Go ahead and hit us up because this next topic, I'm sure, is going to stir up a a few pots. And we're going to get to it just like this because... So much has changed. If you would have told me that the last time we had a show, that was the week before March Madness started, that we would be talking today on this particular show about Watson having maybe some criminal charges coming his way, his career being, I'm not going to say in jeopardy, but I know the reputation for sure. I'm not sure at this point when he even plays football. If you would have told me all this was going to happen today, uh, we'd be talking about it, for example. I, I would say you're crazy. There's no yeah. way. I, I feel, and again, I'm, I'm a true believer, though, in innocent until proven guilty. So I'm going to be careful the way I approach this. You have to be real careful with the way you approach this because there's people on both sides. Some saying, well, what if I, you know, I, I had someone reach out and they were talking about it with me and they were like, you know, I was once falsely accused for something and they believed the girl and I ended up, you know, in court, they, they, I never did anything. I, I mean, I was innocent. Yep. But then you have the other people on the other side, someone that maybe has been abused or in one of these predicaments and saying, I've been there and I know why the, 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 that the accusers don't talk there. There's a, there, it's not just as simple as saying, Hey, I, I'm going to go tell on Deshaun Watson. You know, there's a few steps. There's, there's fear. There's a lot of things that go into it. So again, I want to be careful the way I approach this. Now, that being said, with everything that's been on the table handed to us, if I was a betting man or 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 let's say I was laying out the odds, 
I will say that the odds were being favored that that he's going to get in trouble for this, and it, he broke he he messed up somewhere. I don't know to what extent because how do you even say this? Because I seen the conversation going back with not all let's say sexual, I guess rapes or what, however you want to do this. Are, are the same. Did he go in there and forcefully throw her down and take it from her? Was it consensual? We don't know. We weren't there. So that's why I tell people we have to be careful with the way we approach this. We weren't there. Many people are going off Deshaun Watson, the football player, the guy that we've seen on TV. That's the guy I thought he was. If you would have told me there's one guy in the league that's going to make a mistake, I, 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 Watson's not even in the conversation to me. You know what I mean? That's why I feel like I look at him and I'm just thinking, man, if this stuff ends up being true, you had me fooled. I get it, and we do have to be careful. You know, a local media member, you know, is 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 out of job because of some conversations uh, about Deshaun Watson, and you know, and that happened back in March. You know, he wasn't even he didn't know all the stuff that was going to happen when when he made his comments. And I'll just kind of leave it at that. But no, this is look, we don't know what happened. That's what we we weren't there. It is innocent proven until proven guilty. But we also we have our opinions on what sounds likely and what doesn't sound likely. You know, you know, you said your friend had somebody, you know, ruin his life with some accusations. His job was ruined. Friendships. People still don't believe around. Right. Him. But was it 22 people? And you know what I mean? Like, that's so where this gets tricky. Right? Let's start right there, because, OK, let's go back to Antonio Brown. Remember that they yep. said that he had his situation, but then it was one. If there was multiple they would have started coming out of the woodwork. They would have came out of the gates. And they would have said, he did this to me too. That was the time to get Antonio Brown if he had done something to you. Yep. With this particular situation, as soon as a few started coming forward, it gave the other ones that were in that same spot, hey, you know what? I got to come forward. Uh, this gives me an opportunity. I'm not the only one. You know that it, it's easier to go out there whenever someone else has already laid the ground out for you. You say, you know what? Something similar happened to me. It makes you believe right now many more than one athlete is sitting right now at home th- scared thinking oh, yeah you know how many of those athletes are sitting at home being like man i guess this is a crime you know but they become accustomed to a certain lifestyle a certain star a certain shine on them you know that that at maybe at one point or another it's not so much that he even saw it as a crime it's more it turned into a fetish almost yeah. from what you're reading here allegedly yeah. allegedly allegedly obviously allegedly but whenever you know the one that got me and me Josh and I were laughing before the show and and I'm seeing the the exchanges and stuff and when he was reaching out to some of these and saying hey do you do massages and they and they said no and then he comes back with well do you know how to you know yeah. kind of thing can you do a massage? do you do massages no well can you <laughs> that right there is yeah. just a blow the whistle. Just let's stop right there. All right. It's like, Josh, do you, you know how to change the oil in a car? <laughs> sure. That's not what I do. Can you? Yeah. Come on <laughs> in. Know, hey. Yeah. You, you know how to produce a radio show? Like, yeah. that's going to be the theme of today. Just anything. Hey, you, you a plumber? No. No. Well, well can you? You know, like, <laughs> have you plunged a toilet before? Right, come on over. <laughs> Bring your tools. Like, what? That I'm going to clog like, the toilet up yeah. once or twice in my life. You know, it, that's why I just started drawing. Or like the one you said where he ended up hitting the same person a few times. For yeah. Get, 
forgetting that it was the, the same person. Yeah, allegedly that she's you know <laughs> it, it got a little further than she wanted it to go and said I only do massages and and it ended at that. And then she said he reached out to her two more times, not realizing it was her. And then the other thing too, I think that kills him is. You know, Rusty Harden, his lawyer, came out and said that some of the encounters did involve consensual sex. So we know that he's attempted, you know, to to have these relations with these masseuses, according to Deshaun's own attorney. So for me to think that he tried it with some girls and they said no, you know, that that, that doesn't shock me. But when does that become criminal, right? Like, you know, when is it sexual assault and when is it you're just hitting on somebody? But, you know, if they're right and he was completely naked and, you know, trying to have them touch. Feel free to move this over while you do some work like that. That that kind of stuff, you know, it just that kind of stuff got to me. Let's get over to the listener line right now. HRP listener line is open. 713-780-3776. Jeff wants to talk Watson. What's happening on your money line? Hey, guys, how's it going today? I know this is a little touchy subject, so I'll try and make it as brief as I can. So on the criminal side of things, I know that there's like two or three that have been turned over to the police. They'll do their investigation. They'll present it to uh, the DA, Og, and if she feels like there's something there, she'll convene a grand jury, and they'll go from there. If she doesn't feel like she can prove anything, that'll go by the wayside. As far as the civil case goes, you need you normally it seats about six to 12 people on a jury. But because of the way that this is being played out in the media, with social media, with Tony Busby, with Instagram, and now Rusty Harden coming and pretty much making an opening statement, that's what that was the other day. That wasn't a press conference. That was an opening statement. Um, You're not going to see the inside of a courtroom with a jury because you're not going to be able to sit impartial people because you need at least five people to win your case. So unless Rusty wants to prove that Deshaun didn't do anything, He's going to have to ask for a bench trial. Now, if he gets that granted, then fine. More than likely what's going to end up happening is all of this is going to get settled out of court. There's going to be NDA signed. The league is going to suspend Deshaun for personal conduct policy, and then he'll just end up playing somewhere else probably next year or the year after. I think you're pretty spot on there, Jeff. I think – I think that is how that's going to go. And there's already some reports out that, that Deshaun, according to uh, Amy Dash, that she's hearing that he's trying to settle some of these cases behind the scene. Now, Rusty Harden's saying we're going to have our day in court. You know, we're, we're going to do all this, but we're hearing that they're – and the best thing for Deshaun would be to settle this for his football career. You know, if he just wants to just make this go away as quickly as What's possible What's the best case for scenario for him? They say he did – I think he settles it behind the scenes, has everybody sign NDAs so that they can't go talk to the league about this. They can't talk to the police. They, they sign those NDAs. They, they get this settled because the NFL just wants this to stop. They don't want people talking about this anymore. That's what they want for the best of the league. So I think for Deshaun, and I think he will get – he's going to get put on the exempt list pretty soon if this keeps dra- dragging out in the public – so I I think he'll probably get suspended for maybe eight games, and 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 that I think that's what's and then I think the Texans will end up trading him next off season because like remember once the punish once you know what you're dealing with that changes everything like think about Michael Vick nobody wanted to to touch him when you know, all the dogfighting stuff was out there but once he'd already served his jail time and he was allowed to come back and play football again then he had value again so I think with Deshaun once all this is behind him. 
he'll have value again. And that's when the Texans, if they're going to move him, that's when they should do it. When they, they can't get anything for him right now. So just hold on to him for a year and see what it looks like after the next season. Where he's at right now, if he only had to miss eight games or, or even a year of football, yeah. I think that would be a win for him considering where he's at right now, like standing right now trying to search to try to settle. Yeah. Who's ever gotten a year of suspension, though, really, for something like this? I can't think of anybody. But could this be a waterfall of, of incidents that trickle down? Because this, pro- this, this, I'm not going to say probably, this is a problem in the league and in just not just in NFL with athletes. I guarantee you that more than one of them is out there saying, man, I might have taken advantage of a situation here and there. Yeah, Deshaun's not the only person that's probably hit on his massage therapist. This you know is, what I mean? This is going to open up a, a whole new protocol, though. I think like just the way that the massage therapy is going to be approached. I mean, just I think that people are going to be just real weird, even like a player protecting himself. Like, man, I can't, I can't even, you know. Well, the team provides you with these people. You know, that's the problem with what Deshaun's doing is that People are like, well, you could just get that from the Texans, from one of their staff members. But you're you're getting two massages a week from all these people on Instagram. People that, like you said, they're not even massage therapists. Hey, do you know how to rub shoulders? Great. I'll book an appointment. It looks weird. And I want to get into the Robert Kraft thing. You know, he had his incident at a massage parlor. On the other side of this break, I want to get into how maybe some of that compares and doesn't compare to what's going on with Deshaun. Deshaun Watson versus Robert Kraft next. My name is Bob Lee, and you're listening to ESPN 97.5. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Shout out to everyone hanging out on Twitch, Virginia Buttonweed. We got Big Boss Marshall. What's up? And we have my man Lamont. Lamont also just brings up a good point. Well, I guess Deshaun didn't give a damn about COVID, right? Like he was breaking COVID protocols left and right, but then posting videos saying don't go march for me because COVID. He's just all over the place. Again, there's nothing, there's no way to pinpoint anything here. Just to right now, we're guessing, uh, we're going off of, 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 with both sides, I just one thing for sure. I just can't mess with Watson's attorneys and and, and the way they're doing it. Well, we're going to bring eighteen or nineteen, whatever the girls that uh, therapists that that will vouch for them. Like that, what what do we do? What does that mean? It, 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 how they say if it's if it was one out of a hundred, then that was one too many. You know what I mean? So it's like okay, what if the ninety nine that didn't and then that one? It's one too many. If it's one out of a, a, a ten thousand. And now you got 9,999 that are going to say that he was innocent, but that one, it was still one too many. And in this case, it's 22, 20. And, and imagine the ones that aren't coming forward. Yeah, that's what concerns me is they thought that that was helping Deshaun's case to have 18 women say, hey, you know, everything went great with Deshaun. But that just made everybody go, huh, so there's 22 accusing him, and now there's 18 saying that, you know, everything was great. So that means he had 40 masseuse, you know, people are sitting there going 40 and, and then it looks like he, he got one or two massages a week and the, the COVID thing that Lamont broke, brought up. I mean, Deshaun's 
defense has used COVID as a, well, because of COVID, the massage situation's been a little different this year, and that's why Deshaun went through Instagram to do it this way. And I'm like, that makes zero sense to me. Interacting with more people (laughs) is a way to to make COVID less of a concern. It, It would be the opposite. You would think you just want one masseuse that you always worked with instead of exposing yourself to 100 people. <laughs> exposing yourself, sorry, pardon the pun. Now, <laughs> um, I think massage therapy would be almost like like a, like a a getting a haircut. You know, once you find the yeah. person that cut your hair pretty good, you, you go to them, you know, you, you become comfortable with them. Once you find someone that massages well and they know that your, your body, you know, they know exactly how to handle you, you go to them. Yeah. What's the need to keep going from different ones at that point? That's why I ask so many questions. Why do they do that? Why, why the way that they're approaching things? There's just too many. Well, somebody better come forward. They're not going to put names on anything. All of a sudden, the judge comes out and says, okay, well, someone's going to, you know, the, these accusers are going to have to put their name out. Well, nine of them said, we will. Yeah. So now all of a sudden it's like, now what? To me, it's like he's had so many instances that maybe some weren't all the way bad. Maybe some got worse than others. Now he's trying to narrow that window down so he could pinpoint like, okay, I remember that. I remember that. That wasn't like that. Or I remember that. Damn, I messed up there. Like, that's what they're trying to do. Like, hey, all right, come on. Tell me who it is. Well, now that they are saying it, it's like, well, nine of them are coming. You wanted one. Yeah. You wanted two. Well, here's nine of them. They're saying that they're going to put their name out. Now what? Yeah, they're all going to have to disclose their name. It's just it's part of the deal, and that's and that's what a lot of the women kind of wanted to avoid because we're already seeing all the the internet trolls going after these women on Instagram and calling them all kinds of names, and all the Deshaun defenders are are unleashing on them. That this is the world we live in now, right? People are going to find you on social media and yell at you if they feel like. They have the right to. Okay, what's the explanation on this? Let's talk about this massage table because this is the topic going down on Twitch, and, and we're trying to put it together. In the stories, they come out that one of the accusers, that one of the victims, um, allegedly, you know, uh, she landed here. She was flown in from out of town. Then they went to the Houstonian, at which point he, he, he was on a table that it was, it was from the Texans. So what's up with that? Right here, we're in, I'm just trying to get my mind around them having someone drive over from Kirby to Galleria, Galleria area and drop off a table. Sounds fishy to me. Boy, and remember that equipment manager getting fired that we talked about before the show? You know, you <laughs> I mean, wonder if that had something to do. And we have no idea. This is just speculation. But you wonder, right? But, like, but you wonder, could it have been? Maybe. Maybe. And if you think about it, it's not crazy if the Texans let Deshaun borrow a massage table. Like, that's not odd to me. You know, all kinds of athletes, you know, get massages. He's the star quarterback. If he wants to borrow a massage table, that's not all that surprising. What you do on your massage table is your business. It it is. And if you think about it, if he is flying somebody in, you know, is she going to bring a massage table on the plane? No. You know, like like that's that's not going to work. And often it's, you know, you're having to drag it up, you know, multiple flights of stairs. So there are NFL players that own their own massage tables because they get massages all the time, and it's a pain in the ass to drag that thing all around. So I, I don't have an issue with Deshaun You and these borrowing. puns, pain in the yeah. ass, all this. <laughs> well, explain I, this. Yeah. How about the handkerchief towel? Because it's, it's, the, it's the size of a handkerchief, they're yeah. saying, basically. This isn't a towel. No, and him, and him just laying down 
completely exposed, allegedly, according to the reports. Look, that's weird. And him <laughs> that's, refusing to use the, the, the sheets that they had. That he only weird. wants to use a towel. And one time he said he was too hot from a, basically a wash rag was making him <laughs> hot, allegedly, and he had to throw it off. And then one time, I allegedly, he said it was itchy. And, and he had to, you know, so I mean, all this stuff, bad. It, it is. And, and I did talk about the Robert Kraft thing, so let me at least pay that off. It, this is different, right? Because now they, they both went for massages, and Mr. Kraft, he got busted for this, but because it was actually videotaped, but because you're, you're not allowed to videotape people in a massage setting, you know, when people are taking off their clothes and stuff like that. You're not, you know, it's like you don't see cameras in bathrooms, stuff yeah. like that. So that got thrown out. So... It looks like Mr. Kraft allegedly had something done that he paid for. Deshaun, let's say everything just went okay. Maybe he just flirted with his masseuse. They were interested too, and then something happened. Like that, that's not illegal, like right? That. A few right? of them sure. could have been that, like it, that. It, sure, and from Rusty Harden, he's saying, hey, there were some consensual encounters. They have admitted this. That's not illegal, right? Like it's a little sleazy especially if you're doing it all the time if, if that's how you're you get your kicks is flirting re- with your masseuse and seeing if something happens it's not a good look for the league but is it is it if, if it's only that what's worse mr Kraft allegedly allegedly paying for it or deshaun just kind of seeing if they're interested you know like i guess mr crafts is technically a crime right because you're not allowed to pay for that and so he was going there for the for that for the happy ending. Yeah, but you know, and that's what's like. How are they going to prove any of these things? You know, it's all just a, a conversation between two people. I think it's going to be all those Instagram messages and all these text messages that that get some that get some popped because you know Deshaun's deleting all those, but the people receiving those from Deshaun, you know, they're they're screenshotting those and keeping them. Where do you stand on all this, Aaron? As far as and and I know it's a touchy subject, but just Right now, I mean, what's your thought on it? I mean, first off, we can all agree Deshaun ain't the brightest. No. And uh, pulling this kind him. of stuff is dumb. I mean, if that's your if that's your fantasy, if that's what, you know, really that you like in the bedroom, cool. You've got a smoking hot fiance, and if she doesn't want to try that with you, okay, well, then, hey, give me back that ring. I'll go find somebody who does. I mean, you're freaking quarterback of one of the biggest teams in the country you're one of the best quarterbacks in the country you could find somebody who would it's a little role play i'm not yeah. asking too much yeah. here. <laughs> like yeah i'm <sighs> it's also hazy because we don't know exactly what's going on and at some point you know the first two three come out and everybody went ah oh, well maybe it was you know maybe these are just throwing stuff against the wall but once you get to the point where what 22 cases are filed yeah there's something going on here. And then you have, oh, well, Rusty Harden has 18 women that say that, you know, he, he was always professional. He was always great with them. So you've had 40 different, 40 something different women massage you in the past year alone? Are you out of your damn mind? And the part that sticks out to me is that one of the cases that was recently filed was dated back to like the beginning of March. Yeah. And if. He was Everything contacted. That, he was yes. contacted in February yes. by Tony Busby, and one of these allegedly happened in March after he was contacted. And that's that's the part that really like irks me is that if what Tony Busby says is right, which Rusty Harden hasn't denied, 
if Busby reached out to Watson and his representation and said, look, these girls want this money to keep their mouth shut because this could get bad for you. And Watson went, and, you know, wh- whoever's around him went, nah, this this isn't this isn't real. I'm late and for my then, massage. <laughs> and then didn't sit him down in a room and say, Deshaun, listen, if that's what you do on your own time, that's fine. That's none of my business. But you pay, you pay me to be around you to protect you. Here's the protective advice. Stop doing everything. You sit at home. You play video games. You watch film. You don't do anything with any... I don't care if your fiancé is okay with you going out and playing with other women. You don't play with any other women right now. You sit at home with her. You go out to a nice dinner. You go straight home. You don't go to clubs. You don't go to bars. You need to make sure that when this does hit the fan, you still have a sterling reputation of... well. Yeah. I haven't been doing anything. What do you mean? At that point, if you need a massage, you should be going straight to the Texans facility, right? Yeah. You know, just to... Right? Like, like normal players no, do. Yeah. But I think we that, know this wasn't about the massage. So... No. Let's no. go... Let's this rewind. This isn't working off kinks and pain and bruising from the season. The season ended for him, what, three, four months ago now? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this isn't like, oh, man, I got I got really walloped in practice, and I, I, I just... My shoulder needs it because I can't stretch it correctly. No. You haven't been practicing. You haven't been doing OTAs. You didn't play in a game in the last four months. This was not about, oh, I need a massage because I got to be ready and at my best. You're nowhere near playing football right now. No, yeah. You're right. No, it, I mean, <laughs> ding. Yeah, that's it. That's the bell right there. Let's see what James has to say. He wants to talk about the Watson fallout. What's going on, James? What's going on? Good morning, fellas. Good morning. Hello? Uh, yeah, sir. I was just gonna. I was calling because I was thinking like as an athlete, do you think there's going to be any, like, backtrack of this word? Dudes are not going to hire any girls to give a massage because they're going to be so nervous. Like, even if he's, he is right or wrong and these are false, it's going to cost him money. And I feel like maybe on the backside, it, I wouldn't hire no females to give me a massage just because I, for any case, he's like, well, no, he did it too. He's an NFL player. It's their thing. That's what they do. I just wonder if y'all think maybe they're going to be some backtrack from that about, like, the guys just staying strictly to the facility and not, and it hurts a lot of women with their work. See, I I think that's it, James. I think guys are going to be more careful about doing it at the facility in a controlled environment. I don't know if you remember. I I think it was John Travolta that got accused by a masseuse of of him trying to you yeah know, a male masseuse a male masseuse, and that was kind of my point here with James. It just because it doesn't have to be a woman to make those accusations, but we've seen it before. So if anything, I would want it in an environment where I could prove nothing Control. went wrong. Yeah, you know, because you could you could say, "Hey, I want to film it," but that is kind of weird if you're naked to film it. So you know, maybe just you know go to the team facility and, and use the the team masseuse. And that's why I use the term a waterfall, maybe trickling down to a protocol now opening up. Like this can be a serious problem. It's not just as a, a it's a one instance or this this certain situation with one player. If you really open up the book and say, "Well, is this?" A athlete type of problem, just overall. How do we stop this? How do we protect our our employees of the you know our team employees that are the masseuse for the team? You know how do we how do we protect our people? There's gonna there's gonna be a protocol again. This is bad. Just think about it. Years from now, whenever there is this protocol, five, eight years, ten years, you're gonna be like, man, that was all because that Watson situation. Yeah, like that just doesn't just. It doesn't even come out of my mouth right thinking that Deshaun Watson is the reason for, like, all this. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, how much bad luck can this organization have with with getting rid of Bill O'Brien? Okay, that was and, – and then we didn't really – not that we didn't realize it was Easter B, but, but then we said, okay, 
oh, it was Easterby. Now, let's get him out of here. And then as soon as now that I think that we were gaining traction in the city, I think everyone was starting to unite against Easterby. You know, I think the light was shining on him and everybody yeah. was no, new. Now that light's gone. Like now he's just he scooted to the right and he's pointing at Deshaun and he's saying him in the name of Jesus. That's what Easterby's saying right now. He got lucky once again. Lucky in an unlucky situation because I'm not sure if he even cares what this organization does as far as winning and losing. But as far as I mean, I mean I, to me honestly, I don't know if if, if it affects Easter B. If, if his ultimate goal is man, I'm in here, the organization's going to win. Well, I mean, remember he used the the Robert Kraft excuse for <laughs> wanting to leave New England because as a religious guy, he didn't want to be tied to that type of behavior. Well, here we are, you know. Similar type behavior with this with this organization. Confessions now. at the concessions coming to you next every Sunday. Concessions at the confessions. If you've done something wrong while you're getting your nachos, you can get it off your <laughs> chest. Money line. ESPN ninety seven Listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Twitch is on fire. Virginia Buttonweed might have won the day, <laughs> saying, as far as the Watson situation, I think the giveaway will be if they find a massage table with a milking. <laughs> so, I guess it. The the what ta- happened to the table, Deshaun? The, they return it to the Texans facilities. Now all of a sudden, it's customed, uh, custom made, customized. I'm sorry, customized. Um, a hole in the middle. How can you explain this? Like Fairburn comes down to get a massage, a, a legal one. All of a sudden, a butt cheek's <laughs> hanging out the bottom, and he's just like, "All right, what happened here?" You know, like it, it just again. Oh, we can Deshaun go. Deshaun must have had the table again. Crystal says. <laughs> Can we get back to the old school room in the back of the Blockbuster? Remember when they would have the porn room in oh, the back yeah. of the... You go through, like, the beads. You know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know they all had beads. Yes. You know, like, every once in a while, you would run into the swinging door. Yes. You know what I mean? Where it blocked. But, like, those beads, and as a kid, every once in a while, you would kind of, like, just be like, what's going on in there? What's, what's, what's going on? Guys in trench coats and sunglasses walking through there. It's not like essential oils it, burning it, out of there. Like, it, it was... They had incense burning back there. You walk in and it's porn and bongs just everywhere. <laughs> that, that is so true. If, if you if you have an experience that you would like to share, seven one three seven eight three seven seven six. But I can vividly remember just always thinking, man, what's going on in there? The older you got, that you started realizing. Then then you started kind of when they walk in, the guy walking in or or gal walking in always gives that last look back right when they hit the beads. Like, uh. Because the beats were always noisy too, yeah. they would like clack on each other, so they it would, so they would kind of look back like, I wonder who's watching me. And then if you're like a kid watching them, they looked real guilty. They just like, damn, that was a I different doing? world, man. Like back then, you know, to <laughs> there wasn't the internet. If you wanted to get your porn on, you had to like go to a video store and go into that creepy back room and embarrass yourself in front of your fellow perverts. Essentially, no way that's going down in, in today's society, <laughs> no. right? Like you can't have a dude grabbing bikini car wash and walking up. He's standing in the same line as you. Well, you, you know, you got popcorn, uh-huh. a Snickers, and a video game. And then all of a sudden, he's got bikini car wash one through six. One through six. <laughs> the sixth one was the best. 
what are y'all doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing. No, that it's funny. There's a uh, a thing on Netflix called The Last Blockbuster, and I, and I watched because there's like one left in the country now. And that's what they they talked about in the documentary that like people would come in and be like, so where's the adult section? <laughs> you know, they'd get those questions, and they're like, sir, we're blockbuster. You're gonna need to go to one of these other local video renting places for something like that. Yeah, renting more or something. Yes. They, they had the grimy stuff up in there. Like I said, yes. they just. I don't even know how we got here, but someone right. on Twitch just said that we ruined. They're never going to look up uh, massage porn ever again. Oh, we man. just ruined their experience, and that's a thing. And maybe that <laughs> maybe that's something that that got them into that. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I did want to bring this up. I, I thought this this was interesting. I did a little a little research, right? And a lot of people were giving the Texans trouble for why didn't you trade Deshaun before all this happened, right? Because Deshaun said he didn't want to play here. There were all kinds of teams willing to give three or four first-round picks for Deshaun, right? And a lot of people are like, man, the Texans just completely screwed this up because they refused to trade him. Now he doesn't have any trade value. But I pose this question to you because the new league year was March 17th, and that's when trades can become official, right? Like you can you can agree to your trade before that, but you can't make it official with the league until the new league year begins. So March 17th at 3 p.m. is when that happened. Tony Busby dropped the first accusations against Deshaun on March 16th. The day before is when he posted on Instagram that they were going to be pursuing these civil cases. So I ask you this, did the Texans really ever have a chance to trade him? Because even if they had a deal in place, say with the Carolina Panthers, to trade Deshaun, the day before the new league year happened, these charges got announced. I mean, couldn't the Panthers have a very credible case to Goodell and be like, hey, I know we agreed upon this trade, but this you know, this blockbuster news dropped last night. They didn't De- give me the car Deshaun's, <laughs> Deshaun's being you know, sued for, you know, sexual assault. You know, we want out of the, we don't want to do the trade anymore. And the trade hasn't become official yet. So I think the league would have let them back out of that. Yeah. This is a, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, it's a strange situation that, and, and somewhere there's got to be stipulations within that contract. If something crazy happens. So like you said, maybe the it's just an agreement at that point. It's not a, it's not a trade until the new league year begins. So I don't know if they ever had a chance to really trade him. Let's rewind though to a time that we spoke about a Easter B burner account. Yeah. What did that Easter B burner account tell us when, whenever we, there was a back and forth? And if you guys remember, there was a few posts in that we started trying to, tr- trying to say, hold on, let's look at the post from this certain account. This looks like an Easter B account. Josh is pulling up the tweet right now, but like, it just sounded funny the way they worded things, and now it makes me wonder. It makes me wonder, too. I'm trying to pull up the tweet because I do have it saved here on my phone. But it was interesting because he made it sound like there was something that Deshaun didn't want out there. And that's you know what, what the I wording mean? is so funny. Now that you look at it, at the time, it, to us, it meant nothing because we didn't think there was anything brewing. Now that when you think about it, you say, man, there was obviously something that they knew if he said it like that. If, again, now we're painting a lot of speculation that that is the burner account of Easterby. But if it is correct the way we had it pictured... Then, man, the way he worded that, he he made it seem like Deshaun doesn't want something to come out that we know that there's something there. Yeah, because the, it was a reaction to something that Mike Florio posted saying the Texans will never trade Deshaun unless he publicly criticizes ownership 
you know, sits down and does interviews on ESPN repeatedly saying, I want to be traded, I want to be traded, I want to be traded. And then and then he said after that, Deshaun will never want to, or the player will never want to do something like that because there's something that he won't want to come out that would happen by him doing something like that. And, and we didn't really know what that meant. I'll pull up the tweet here during the break and, and give it, you know, verbatim word for word. But I thought that was very curious. And it made me think too, did, you know, did the Texans know something about this beforehand or maybe they weren't told but maybe they heard rumblings and they they just they didn't know if there was any truth to it but maybe they heard rumors i don't know i'll read that tweet here on the other side of the break though. on the other side we'll get to you slap it he wants to talk watson 713-780-3776 if you want to get your take on this the phone lines are open money line esp at 97.5 ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Real fun sports. 